Hey everybody, it's Brian Buffington, and this is the 2021 edition of Buff Nuggets. And did I mention it's Taco Wednesday night at the Buffington house? Sounds like a party to me. Let's get this fiesta going. All right, so if you're tuning in, you may be wondering, who is Brian's special guest today? Well, sadly, it's just me. So, But don't hit that stop button. You're really going to enjoy this show. I'm just going to do a little bit of reflection on last year, but also talk about some new things I want to do in 2021. Um, So yeah, it is 2021, which is only slightly different than 2020. Am I right? For those who are listening in February, um, I would have loved to have done a January show, right? But guess who got the Rona? It was me. And fortunately, it was like a a two-week thing, very minimal. um, And I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. I mean, I'm making this podcast. Um, But yeah, so January was not a great month to be making podcasts. but, But here we are, and I'm so glad that you have tuned in to my very special Buff Nuggets podcast. I do want to give a shout out to all the educators out there. I don't think there's enough to say uh, to all the educators out there. Enough thank yous, hugs, Starbucks gift cards, hair dye, because they all need hair dye. Have you seen my beard lately? And I don't even work with students. I just work with adults. But if you work with students, you are gray. You've got no hair. The hair dye business is going up. Hey, get on Robinhood right now and start doing some stock trading and buying the hair dye stuff. The Hair, the hair dye, uh, hair dye stocks. That's what you need right now. So, um, y'all actually, I just wrote this down in my notes here. Do y'all remember like when kids played school? Maybe you played school uh, growing up. I think everybody kind of did that for a little bit. Um, and there was always that one kid who wanted to be the teacher. Well, guess what? Some of them got to be the teacher this year. So I want to give a shout out to all the parents, grandparents, and in the South we like to say, "Mom and them." Okay, that means mama and everybody else. Uh, because, yeah, a lot of parents and relatives and guardians and neighbors have been playing the role of educator. Um, and the kids need us, man. The kids need they need educators right now. And not just uh, talking about the Dewey Decimal System or like, you know, fractions. They just need you to just check on them and make jokes. I mean, I had I'll never forget. I was, I was on I think I was watching some kind of TikTok video and some teacher actually staged flatulence in her Zoom. What kind of teacher does that? My favorite kind of teacher. They don't teach you that in college, okay? How to stage flatulence on a Zoom. All the kids were giggling. They knew it was fake, but man, let me tell you, I saw their faces. It was joyful. And that's like medicine right there. And I, I'll take a double double shot of that flatulent, r- r- what is it? R- uh, what's the uh, old cough syrup we used to eat? Rubitocin? I can't remember. Y'all know what it is. Uh, back in the 80s, I think everybody was taking that for like, if your leg was broke, you'd be taking that stuff. Um, but yeah, this is a little overdue. I was sick for a while, um, but it's good to be back. Let me tell you, this month is slammed. February, um, I get the great pl- privilege of working with the educators in Alaska, part of the ASTI conference. Um, that's the kind of like ed tech conference in Alaska. I've got a lot of things planned. Also get to work with some new schools in Canada. Um, never have done any work in Canada. So it's, I, I feel like I feel really good about this. You know, Miss Miss Buffington, she's like, hey, Brian, what 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 would it be like for you to actually try to work somewhere like with palm trees, like that's not frigid and and your tongue doesn't freeze to poles? I'm like, I don't know. I just this is just where I go. This is I, I like working there. And I mean, and by the way, if you if you work at a place with palm trees, 
I will definitely consider come working with your people. So um, hot, cold, medium, humid, dry, arid. Hi, you like that? I haven't said that word in a long time. Um, but very excited about working with those those two different uh, two different events. And then Northeast Georgia, I'm telling you, that's where I spend most of my days here in Northeast Georgia. Uh, we, have, we still haven't got a snow day. Um, by the way, what is a snow day? Well, can we talk about snow days for a second? Like I just thought about that. Like if if it snowed right now in a lot of your school systems where maybe you're, you're listening and maybe you're not a teacher or you're a principal, whoever you are, like if it snows, some of you are still going to school. And what a downer, really. I mean, the snow comes and the kids go, oh, man, I'm just on a Chromebook again for another day. You know, and I, it did make me think, and I did tweet this out, made me think about if you live in a place where there is a snow day and it doesn't snow a lot for all things buff nugget ish, please don't give a bunch of worksheets that day. If you're going to do something with kids, make it super awesome. Cause if it's not let them go play in the snow, please let those babies play in that snow. I'm from South Georgia. We didn't get a lot of snow. So snow is very magical to me and my family, my children. Uh, you might be in a place like that. You may be in a place like I was just talking about Alaska and Canada. And you're like, Brian, uh, we want the snow to go. So I, I got a, you know, I got a wide audience here. Um, so what's new this year? Let's talk about this. So what's new this year? Well, I did just have a birthday and I'm getting older. If you haven't seen me in a while, I'm still, still, I'm still graying. The beard was massive. I had a huge, like, you know, COVID beard. It was our quarantine beard. It was massive. I trimmed up a little bit for my birthday. Um, and, and like I said, I'm getting older. I'm so old. I had to print out the Madden football controller guide because you know when i played football man there was like three buttons on a sega genesis you know and when i play xbox with my son uh, he's over there like doing something called hit stick he's like hitting me while i'm running and i'm just like fumbling everywhere like this is not how it used to be playing you know man football in 1994 it's because he has these special little tricks there's four thousand buttons on that controller so i actually have printed out the pdf i brought it up there to his room we played together i think i, I learned how to do a um how to do a leap. No, not a leap. What's the word? A hurdle. Yeah, let's call it a hurdle. I got to learn how to do a hurdle, hit the right button, trigger button on the back and she go fast. Hey, I'm actually going to memorize those things because I'm telling you what, I want to keep up with the children of today. I want to keep up. It's, but it's hard work. It is. It's hard work keeping up because they're fast and they, they know all the buttons and I, I, I push buttons for a living. So if you're listening to this, you're like, well, even Brian Buffington, he doesn't even know how to, how to do all the buttons on, on his, uh, on his Xbox. So it happens. Okay. That's just age. Another big thing I'm excited about is I am reworking some branding um, on all my stuff. So, you know, I love, and if you're listening, what does that have to do with, you know, an educational podcast? It has everything to do because it's just fun. And that is what I preach. Uh, when I work with schools, I, I'm all about like, Hey, work your quirk. Um, we got to make things exciting. And branding to me is super exciting. I take great pride and giving away tons of shirts at cost when I go to events. So if I ever get to work with you in an event that's face-to-face, which we haven't done in a while, I, I'm usually just, those things are going off at like five bucks a pop. And you're like, well, Brian, that's ridiculous. You're probably losing a little bit of money. I lose a very small amount of money. I'm not trying to make money off the shirts, but it brings me so much joy when teachers, they get a win. When they come to the event, they get a win. They do the work. They have the fun. And it's just 
that's cool to me. And so, you know, in the past I've had like really bright colors and branding and, and all that stuff. But this year I'm going to keep it about the same, but I got my, I'm going to use my new phrase, buff nuggets. So we know the podcast is called buff nuggets. Well, I'm going all in. So I've actually commissioned an artist. You know, you're hearing this first to make draw. He's already done some of this, already seen it. Some individual nuggets with hum, human characteristics. They have little arms sticking out of them. I want you to imagine like California raisins, but with nuggets. And each nugget has a name and they have like a, a different characteristic of things that I'm passionate about or a cornerstone of what I'm passionate about. Like maybe like creativity in the classroom or charisma. Um, so each nugget has its own little name, own little job. They have a little story. And so I'm, I'm going all in. So I'm, I'm talking about posters. We'll have shirts, buff nuggets. I just, I think it's and really the truth is what I want is a admin to be in a meeting somewhere with district personnel and say, we've got buff nuggets uh, coming into our school. I just want to hear that. Doesn't that sound fun? Like, could you imagine like suit and tie mentioning buff nuggets? That's my goal. I want someone to say that. And I want everybody to look at that person like, what is a buff nugget? So if you are that person and you have to say that phrase, um, I'm not sorry. I think it's fun and people are going to enjoy it. Um, so yeah, this year I do get to speak at new places. I already mentioned some new places I'll be speaking at. I love meeting new friends. My mission is still the same. That mission really hasn't changed. It's actually gotten stronger. And my mission is really to promote student-centered creativity with tech. Because what is happening in many places, and you could, you could testify yourself, you've seen this as well, is that technology is being used in a very consumption-based way. And let me tell you, right now that's not going to get the jobs of the future we've got to get students using tech to make create and collaborate can i get some vanilla ice up in here stop yo collaborate yeah so that's that's my mission that has not gone away and my my selling point when i work with educators on on this is i truly believe that if if we can make this model work where students are making things and are taking your content, you still have to teach. It just looks different. You teach, you inspire, you give them some content, but then it's the student's time to shine. And guess what the teacher gets to do? Have a Coke break and help individual students, maybe who have questions and do all that teacher magic that they love, but they feel like they don't get a chance to do. And they may not be able to do it because maybe there's like someone over them saying, no, you got to do it this way. You got to do that coach book. Y'all remember the coach book? Oh, I had that coach book. You had all the kids like, you know, just teaching to the test, that kind of stuff. Hey, I'm telling you right there, that's not going to get you the job. That'll get you a score. It will not get you the job. Lastly, speaking of jobs, as I close this thing out, the very first Buff Nugget podcast of 2021, I just read the 2020 World Economic Forum printout PDF future of jobs. I read this every year. It's a lot of data, a lot of charts, but even I can understand it. And I don't really do a lot of graphs and spreadsheets and stuff. And I went to the page that said employment trends for jobs in the U.S. at high risk of automation, meaning jobs that machines will take the place of. I looked at it and I said, oh, my goodness. We have people who are unprepared for the future. We have people in schools right now who are unprepared for the future because they don't know the secret sauce. They don't know the secret sauce. They know things that can be Googled. Y'all know, y'all know that's my jam. 
I got my t-shirt. I got the stickers. I teach things that can't be Googled because if you could teach something that can be Googled, so can Siri. All right. So can Alexa. No, we want that good stuff, that good application stuff. And so I'm looking at that chart right now. And the second one that said employment trend that's high risk of automation was executive secretaries and executive administrative assistants. You know, I know a bunch of people who have that title. And it's the second largest percentage in this in this chart. And I'm like, what does that mean? What's how is how is that going to be automated? Because I know these people, they do great things. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? Is it because of tools? Because of technology? Yes. It's because the technology is allowing some of these executives, admins, to actually keep up with some of this other stuff. Back in the past, you had to have two people to help you with it. And now some of this technology is helping those executives say, you know what? Because of budget cuts, because of whatever, I would love to have an administrative assistant, but now I'm just using my Siri. I don't know how they're going to do it. But there, here's some other ones. Telemarketers, thank goodness. We want those people gone. Telemarketers, if you're a telemarketer and listen to this, gosh, there's got to be something else out there better for you. This one said brick masons. I'm like, I love a good brick brick show. People making fireplaces and stuff. How, how could that even be automated? I'm guessing there's some new technology coming out. Maybe some kind of machine that helps make it look pretty. I don't know. I think if you're a craftsman and you do bricklaying, I think you could actually still have a great job here in the future. Um, it says mail, mail clerks, mail machine operators. I get that. This is all about technology. A lot of this stuff I'm looking at is being replaced by tech. It's being replaced. These jobs right here, a lot of them don't require creativity. They don't require thinking outside the box. And that is why they're at high risk of automation. Okay. If you have one of those jobs on this list and you're able to bring those extra things to the table and you are bringing those things, I'll tell you what, you actually have some job security because you'll be a rare breed in this list. Hey, Buff Nuggets 2021. I'm so excited about the podcast. I do have some guests. I'm excited about coming up on the show. I want to catch you at the next show. I'll see you next time. All right, let's close this thing out in a fun way. So I was recently on the Twitter, and I, most of you probably don't know this, but I love The Wonder Years. It's that old TV show in the 80s and had Joe Cocker singing the theme song. I get by with a little help of my friends. It was an awesome show, okay? Um, well, that show was in the 80s, and it was depicting things that were happening in the 60s. Well, somebody on Twitter just busted up. It made me feel so, so old. It's going to make you feel old, too. It, right now, if we were to redo The Wonder Years and have a show kind of like them, it would be based on the year 2001. All right? Yeah, let that sink in for a second. Could you imagine a new Wonder Years show, 2001? It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be that great. But hey, food for thought, guys. Y'all have a good one.